Hey, I want to thank everybody. Um, it's Red Lives on Sports Talk, episode 76. I want to thank everybody for uh, the prayers that they did for my mom and everything, you know. Um, she is out of the hospital, but she's at home. Um, unfortunately, she's on hospice right now. Um, but we're not giving up. We're not giving up. We're keeping faith strong. Um, you know what I'm saying? She's she's doing what the doctor said that she wouldn't do already. So, um, that's my mom, yo. That's my mom. That's what she do. You know, she's hardcore, yo. That's and she's the toughest woman I know. So, thank you for your prayers. Keep them going, cause I'm not giving up. So I need to. And um, and um, and I'm not giving up. So. Thank you for your support, guys. Everybody. Um, that's all we can do, right? That's all we can do. Um, you know. But I just wanted to let everybody know what was going on with that. Um, I don't really know what else to say right now. Cause I want to keep myself together to be able to get through this episode. Um, did get some good news. My boy Fred. Blessed to say you don't have the cancer or whatnot. You know, it's my homie. I'm so proud to say that. Um, so, so anything can happen. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I believe, and that's what we're gonna do, and that's what we're gonna we're gonna believe that it's gonna keep going like that. Um, Cause that's my mama, yo. That's my mama. That's my mama, yo. And if anybody can, it's my mom. So, on that note. Welcome back, welcome back. Relics of Sports Talk, episode 76. 76. We got a whole lot of QB talk. I know we've been doing a lot of QB talk, but hey, they the ones that make the money. They the ones that they get the blame. They the ones that get the clout when they win. Don't get mad at me. That's just what it's all about. You know what I mean? I love the guys in the trenches and the linemen and all that, but hey, it's about the quarterbacks. That's where the money is. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for checking us out on the YouTube channel. Thank you for checking us out on our podcast. Always much love to my boy Tommy, who's on on the Raw episode. Boom, he's one of he's one of the fixtures. Um, I call him GM Tommy. He knows that stuff up there. Right? My man knows the stuff. He's taking care of our Facebook page. So if you not if you have not liked our Facebook page, check it out. He puts all kinds of things on there. He is tearing it up. Um, I'm very grateful to have you, Tommy, doing that kind of stuff. And the merchandise, the merchandise is flowing. The merchandise is everywhere. Let me know. Let me know if you want to represent and support. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So let's dive into it. We're going to talk about the QB decisions and trades that just happened. Did, ne- did anything happen to change next year's favorites? QBs with, hole, with holes to fill? Top available QBs? What trades are still going to come? And one just happened a couple hours ago that was bang. In that same division, it's just crazy. Um, I know we don't talk a lot about basketball and stuff like that, but James Harden and the and the 76ers on a roll. They're playing the Nets tonight. I'm going to give you a little scoop on that. And baseball's back. I know some people like baseball. My man Drew Harlow, hopefully he'll be on um, 540 Chopper on SoundCloud. Hopefully he'll be on the Raw episode so he can give it, give us a little knowledge about the baseball. You know what I'm saying? He's my baseball guru. All right, so let's get into it. Aaron Rodgers, we always start with A.A. Ron. We always start with him because that's what he wants. He wants all that attention. And come to find out. That's what he wanted. Well, I mean, I guess he wanted $50 million a year, too. 
And he got it. And he got it. So the Packers gave him his money and his love. You know what I mean? So we'll get to love later on. But um, so much money. Was it just about the money? I feel like Aaron Rodgers at his point in his career. You need to win another ring, dude. <laughs> you need to win another ring. You got one ring. One ring. You're AA, Ron. You got two A's. You need another ring. Now you just got 50 million, all that guaranteed money, too. Are you hurting the Packers? Do you even care about the Packers? Because you made them wait. You didn't rob them with this money. I, I guess I won't say rob. I guess I won't say rob because I was on the Raw show talking about Kyler Murray needs to be up in the top 40s or whatever. Because I, mean, I feel like that's what the market is. But anyway, so if Aaron Rodgers got that 50, how are they going to be able to pay for everybody on the roster? Who's going to be the casualties? I know Devontae Adams got the franchise tag. I don't know if he's happy about that. We're going to talk about that on the Raw episode because there's tons of big-time storylines. Big-time storylines. Devontae Adams, um, he's definitely going to be there. Of course he wants to be with Aaron Rodgers, of course. But they better sign him a little longer. You better sign him a little longer. You better are you franchise tag him again twice. They could, but hey, if he's getting top money, I guess he won't complain. And you're playing with your quarterback when the best chance to win. So we'll see. But is it about winning also? Because if you're trying to win and get that second ring just to put you, I mean, think about it. We looked at we looked at Peyton Manning in a certain kind of light. You know what I mean? Like, yo, this dude's got records. This dude is this. Yeah, he can't get Brady and all that. But he's the he's all he's one of them dudes. Then when he got that second ring at Denver, I don't even care how he got it. Cause Lord knows he do much to to deserve it, but his career, he deserved to get another one. His career, he deserved it, just like John Elway deserved to get those two that he had with Tyrell Davis, you know what I mean? But Elway deserved that, just like Marino deserved to get some. And ever since we had the Robinson with Brandon on there, I've been digging into that Marino thing. That's horrible what they did to him, Brandon. I'm so sorry for you. That's horrible. And I'm saying that because I'm a Washington fan, as everybody know, and we ain't never had no quarterback. And if we ever had somebody the little half as good as Marino... Jesus, I couldn't imagine that. But anyway, getting back to it, if he's trying to win, why are you taking so much money? You can make them show you love and give you the keys to the city or whatever you're trying to get out of it. Because you ain't going to ever be Brett Favre. Sorry. We went through that in a row. He ain't going to ever be Brett Favre. Sorry. You know what I mean? But all that money, you can't keep all your players. You can't keep everybody happy. So I don't know what's going to happen in the future with that. Right now it looks... It looks great, all roses and everything else. Aaron Rodgers happy, still being all smug. Why you gotta be a jerk all the time, dude? You know what I mean? I know quarterbacks are prima donnas and everything and jerks usually. But I mean, even Tom Brady had a sense of humor or whatever and Brett Favre we talked about. You know what I'm saying? At least they doing some other thing. I mean, your discount double check was funny for a minute. But but you're just a jerk, dude. Come on, win more than one ring to be a big jerk. You know what I'm saying? At least Rapelessburger... Did I say Rapelessburger? <laughs> At least Rapelessburger got one too. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm not trying to be a hater, but I'm just saying he needs to get two. But you took so much money, I don't know if you're going to be able to do it. So we look at it, I mean, because look at Brady. He was never the highest paid quarterback, and he got how many seven? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have to get the highest profile players, 
but he spread that money out to get players that we're not talking about, like in the trenches or these little scat backs or turning little mediocre wide receivers into household names, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman. You know what I'm saying? Ben Hogan. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. People that cashed out going other places. So why not Denver? Everybody said Denver. Everybody was thinking Denver. The coach going there and da 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 da. Why not Denver? And I was the one. I was one that was scared. And I told him to go to the Colts because of the easy division and all that. But I said, if anybody with his prima donna self thinking he could do that in that tough division, maybe it's him. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe he didn't want to go through that. Maybe he ain't want to admit to those young quarterbacks that he's the man. Maybe he ain't want to go through all that. I don't know. I don't know. It makes me curious. It makes me curious. Maybe he's comfortable being in that scrub-ass division. You in that scrub division with the Lions, Chicago. Sorry about the family in Chicago. But, I, I mean, and the Vikings with Kirk Cousins. Oh, my God. I can't wait till we talk about what somebody said about Kirk Cousins. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And it was the Cowboys. Oh, I can't wait. But why not Denver? Was it the fact that it's a hard division? Was it that? Or was he just comfortable in Green Bay? I think he was just comfortable in Green Bay. He made them sweat. He just liked to be in control. In an organization like Green Bay, where the, like, the fans be like part of the owners and all that going on, he felt like he could control. You go to the Denver, Elway ain't playing that. Them, them ownership, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? Them, all the, they ain't playing. They ain't going to play with him like that, yo. They would have took him. Don't get me wrong. They would have took him. But I don't know. So, now everybody's like, oh my gosh. Uh, what are they going to do with Jordan Love? Are we going to trade Love? Trade Love. I wouldn't trade Jordan Love. We see. We're going to get to all the rest of the mediocre quarterbacks that's around there. All the mediocre quarterbacks left. And there's a good handful of teams that need a quarterback. That need a quarterback. Jordan Love, you still got him on a rookie deal for four more years. You signed Aaron Rodgers for four more years. Is that ironic? I think that was I think that was planned. That's gonna give them four years with Jordan Love to play in the preseason, do whatever. Now he might show out and do something like a like a Garoppolo did when he was with uh, behind Tom Brady for those couple years or whatever, and get a trade maybe because right now if you try to trade for him, ain't nobody giving you no one. They probably ain't gonna give you a two, maybe. You know what I'm saying? So let him learn. Let him be there. Because he might be a dominant and rough that you drafted him in the first round. He might be. But then again, he might not be. But you still got him under a rookie contract. So then you can let him go whenever you want. But if he is good like that, Aaron Rodgers do his four years. Then you might have a Brett Favre situation with like, is Aaron Rodgers going to retire? Or is Love going to be the starter now? I think that's what something crazy is going to happen with that. Some people don't even think that he's going to last the four years. Because he already got, what, 120-some out of the $200 million guarantee. Maybe not. Who knows with this guy? He's weird, man. I feel like he's smoking that peyote like Phil Jackson and stuff. I don't know. So, it are they the favorite in the NFC now? Well, you're definitely the favorite in your division because your division is horrible still. Still horrible. But how are they going to be the favorites over the Rams? How are they going to be the favorites over the Rams? The Rams still got their players. Yeah, they might not sign Von Miller, but they might. They might not sign Odell, but they might. And if they don't, there's players there, and you can pick up other players. I'm not saying I'm not saying that Green Bay won't be 13 and 
whatever or 14 and whatever, whatever again, because they probably will. But the thing about Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers has never been about having a good record or winning a division. It's about advancing in the playoffs. You can win your division a thousand times like Tom Brady did when he was with the Patriots, but they advanced in the playoffs and got far. And even when they lost it, it'd be like AFC championship games. They wouldn't lose in the first game they played. Aaron Rodgers got a lot of work to do. Got a lot of work to do. Um, but the place he didn't go, Russ, Danger Russ, got traded. I think it's a nice fit because I saw what he did with two wide receivers and one running back and no offensive line. Now he's got an offensive line, two running backs, and like four or five wide receivers out there. People be forgetting about Tim Patrick and K.J. Hamler that got hurt at the beginning of the year. That dude's a speedster like crazy. Don't forget about these guys. Cortland Sutton is a stud. I think Cortland Sutton is a stud. Jerry Judy, I think now he got somebody throwing the ball. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. And on, on the Raw Show, we're going to talk about all this stuff. We go, they're going to debate with my stuff, and then we're going to talk about fantasy impacts on all these because I think he changes the di- dynamic of everybody on the team. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? Um, so he's a nice fit there. Are they the AFC favorites to win now? No. <laughs> They're not. You can't put them as the favorites already. I know that defense was number three or what, whatever last year. Are they going to be the same defense? Are they going to be the same? Remember, everything changed. I keep trying to tell people like you, Shimon, who keep living in the past, talking about, oh, we're going to keep Jimmy J and we're going back to that NFC Championship game. Listen, things are different. That's why the NFL is the best sport. You know what I'm saying? The division you play, whatever you play in that same caliber player, team, da 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 they scripted that way on purpose for parody. That's why the NFL is the best sport right now. You know what I mean? So I can't guarantee the Denver's defense is going to be all like that. You know? What? PS2? What's his name? PS2? PS3? Patrick He's a stud. They got some studs out there, but you lost one. You lost one. And I'm not talking about Drew Locke. <laughs> so, Tommy, I know you happy over there, Tommy, but I can't wait to get you on the Raw episode because you ain't even want Russ. You're like, I don't even want him. Don't try to play it. I got it on video. And me and Shimon was talking about it earlier. <laughs> so I don't think they're the favorites in the AFC. They got to show me first. Would I be surprised if they No, I wouldn't. Because it's it's you got a good team. <laughs> you got a good team. But you still got to show me. You still got to show me first and put it all together. I've seen superstar teams together that never meshed out. Like the Nets we're going to be talking about later on. I mean, look at the Heatles when they first started. They lost. I'm just saying. They got to show me first. But what about the AFC West? What about the AFC West? Are they the favorites in that division? No! No, I don't think so. And I can't wait to the Raw episode because Tommy has been banging Patrick Mahomes and banging Patrick Mahomes and banging Patrick Mahomes saying he's the best thing since sliced bread. Now that he got Russ on his squad, are you going to put Patrick Mahomes down a little bit like Drew's been saying? Are you going to still say Patrick Mahomes is the guy? I can't wait to hear what he says about that. But I still got to give it to Kansas City. I know they started off I know they started off kind of bad last year, but in the end, I mean, they Patrick Mahomes that system, I don't know. You got to beat them. Woo! You want to beat a man, you got to beat the man, right Brandon? I mean, that's what happens, Keith. <laughs> so I don't know. I still say them, but I mean, I think it's I think it's going to be wonderful. I think it's going to be a wonderful division. I can't wait to watch. I can't wait to watch. That's why football is great. So we talked about the two high-profile ones that got traded. 
Who's who's under the most pressure to get that second ring? They both only got one. Now Russ should have had two. He's part of the shoulda club. Me and him sitting in the room together, like, yo, we should, yo. You know we should have. I mean, that's oh, we should have. Everybody that plays fantasy with me knows what I'm talking about. But um, uh, who's under the most pressure? We're gonna talk about that on Raw too. I gotta go with Aaron Rodgers. I gotta go with Aaron Rodgers because he chose what he wanted to do. And I think he chose right because I think the division, I think it's going to be easier for him to get to a Super Bowl than it will be for Russell Wilson just because of the amount of teams that can win in the AFC is ridiculous. The AFC is loaded. When you look at Buffalo, you look at the Bengals who was in the Super Bowl, and then that AFC West is a juggernaut. And then you got Lamar Jackson coming back to the Ravens. What's going to happen with that? Um, Are the Steelers going to get a quarterback? Are the Colts going to get one because they're loaded? And then we got Ryan Tannehill and the Titans. But hey, they were up there also, so they're relevant. What's going to happen with the Patriots and Mac Jones? Are they going to get Amari Cooper? Are they going to get somebody? Are they going to get a stud? There's multiple teams in the AFC that at least have a legitimate shot to, to pull something. To pull something. You go to the NFC, you got the Rams, Green Bay. I guess on paper, you got to put Dallas in there. But then after that, I mean, the whole NFC South division, who are you giving the crown to them? Two of them ain't got a quarterback. And if you count Carolina, they ain't got one either. That's three. <laughs> so, so I don't know. When you look at it, man, I got to give it, I got to say the pressure on Rodgers. He waited to get all this money. He put the organization on notice for over a year. He's a prima donna. He's crying. He talked, 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 talked. Hey, here you go. Here you go. Seattle didn't do Russ justice enough. I'm not saying they're the worst organization like we talked about, but I feel like they could have done more. That offensive line never got fixed, it seemed like. Never. I feel like they never got fixed on that offensive line. You know what I'm saying? That's why Russ was run, rush, run. You know what I mean? So I think it's Aaron Rodgers. Um, and then the teams that we're talking about, we got to bring a Washington. We got to bring a Washington. They were competitive last year with that defense, even after losing Chase Young. And now we just lost Landon Collins, too, because they were trying to get him to take a pay cut. <sighs> but anyway, so in that division, you're looking at it like, I mean, the Eagles made the playoffs. They ain't even beat a winning team. Why can't the Redskins? You got here with, with Gilbert Graham and Gilbert Godfrey at quarterback a couple games. And Taylor Heineke, get out of here. I wish Denver would have got him because since Tommy's so in love with him. Are you kidding me? So, but you had a Carson Wentz. Yeah, Carson Wentz ain't Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. But you look at the leftover quarterbacks that's available. Who are you really picking over him? Jameis Winston and Garoppolo both coming off injuries. And I feel like, I feel like it's it, you, it's a make or break thing. This is your third team in, what, three years now? You know what I mean? I feel like people are looking at Carson Wentz like, I mean, it's put up a shut up time. So why not put up? You're going against it. You play the Eagles and the Colts this year. You play the Eagles twice and the Colts. Put up and shut up in the face. They gave up on you too soon. Show out. Why not? You ain't really got to do much. We ain't never had a quarterback do anything and we were still around. We still around. So why can't Carson Wentz put this over the top and get him some more money in the process? I think it was a great decision by Washington to take him. I've been saying, I've been clamoring for Wentz. I've been clamoring for him before. The Colts got it. Just because I think that the talent is there, you just need his head right. And I don't think there's no push for nobody behind him or nothing. I think the organization is up. 
they're in turmoil anyway. So what, what's he got to prove? I don't care how bad he plays. The organization's going to be looked at worse anyway. So it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So they were third last year. I definitely see them being higher than that. I definitely see them, unless the Eagles make a splash, unless the Giants, nah, they still could be better than them. And then the Cowboys, I mean, they get, they get in their way real quick. I mean, so do we have the second-best quarterback in the division now? Or is it Jalen Hurts? We'll have to talk about that on Raw also. But I'm going with, I'm going with Carson Wentz as far as upside. I look at Jalen Hurts as he's a great fantasy player. You know what I'm saying? He runs around, does all these things. But he can't throw the ball right. I mean, he, he's serviceable, kind of like a two at no offense, Brandon. But, I mean, I just you know, it's two at those way better, Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry for saying that. <laughs> I'm sorry for saying that. But it reminds me, are they going to take you over the top? And do I think Carson Wentz can take us over the top? He needs pieces around him. He's not an Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady that can take a team. But he needs pieces around or Patrick Mahomes. He needs pieces around him to do that. But now it's up to the organization to do that. To go get another receiver. I know Curtis Samuels was out all last year. But go get a receiver and let's make this happen. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But then you got the 11th pick in the draft. Do you, If one of them rookie quarterbacks fall, do you draft one? To put behind him? Do you keep Heineke? Since the quarterback market is so weird. I say you keep Heineke and trade that number 11 pick to a team that needs a quarterback. Like maybe the Steelers, they might want to move up. Or one of them. Get that third round pick back. Get another first next year for for whatever. Or whatever you can get for it. And then get a third pack that you spent for Carson Wentz. So if he doesn't work out, you ain't really losing nothing. There's ways to play that. Or get a player. Go get a player from Pittsburgh. I'll take I'll take Fitzpatrick. I'll take a lot of the boys on that defense. I'm just saying, there's ways to maneuver. I don't know. I think we draft horrible anyway. So, <laughs> alternate picks with Pittsburgh, get something else out of that, and move on, I think. Because when you look at the best available QBs, why are you going to let Heineke go? Because you can pay him cheap. Because Jimmy G, they're talking about the Saints have already got a trade ready for Jimmy G. That means Winston's gone. So, Jimmy G is probably going to the worst situation possible. Or is he? We'll debate that on, on Raw. Could he make the Saints a division winner? Now that I think about it, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But then you just got Mitchell Trubisky. People talking about going to the Giants, this and this and this. Why would you put Daniel Jones in that situation? If you if you bring in Mitchell Trubisky, you might as well let Daniel Jones go. Because Trubisky's going to know the system. He's going to catch on faster. And you're just giving a reason for Daniel Jones to go. Just let him go then. Just let him go then. I think Trubisky, if he was smart... Instead of battling with Daniel Jones for a starting job for the Giants, you call up the Colts and say, hey, can I come be your quarterback with that loaded roster? Or you call up Pittsburgh, hey, do you really want Dwayne Haskins or or Mason Rudolph? I try. If I'm his agent, I'm calling both of them, the Colts first, though. Calling both of them. You know what I mean? Mariota. Oh, oh, Tommy. I mean, I guess Mariota can go to the Cardinals since he's better than Kyler Murray. He can take him further, Tommy. <laughs> and then you got Teddy Two Gloves. Come on, is this dude going to start somewhere else? I was so scared that Washington was going to sign him to be the starter. I was so scared. But is he really going to start somewhere else? And then Jameis Winston. I think Jameis Winston will get an opportunity somewhere, but where? But where? Is anybody going to pull the trigger on Watson? 
what are we going to do? Tomorrow's supposed to be a day in court that's supposed to open up some eyes for some things. We'll see. But did you see the tweet today from Mr. Mr. Colin Kaepernick working out talking about he ready? You ready for what? The USFL? How long you been out of the NFL? What? How long you been out of the NFL, Colin? And I like Colin and I like Colin Kaepernick. I'm not a Colin Kaepernick hater. I promise. But come on, man. Pharrell. Colin Kaepernick, Pharrell. But he looked good. <laughs> he looked good. I'd like to see somebody get more work. Hold on. What team had him last year in camp? Was it last year or the year before? Seattle, who just lost a court. Seattle? You right? Colin Kaepernick? Just keeping it on the table. You never know. But here's a bigger one for me. I know they say Jimmy G and the Saints already have this deal or whatever, whatever's going on. Here's my thing. They're talking about all these different trades, different players get moved. They took a, they can cost for Christian McCaffrey. Because I don't think they want to pay Christian McCaffrey, especially after getting hurt the past two years. So who does he fit with? The loaded AFC, everybody's trying to get some players over there. The Bills. Even though Tommy thinks Devin Singletary in their run game is spectacular. Because he got third place. No. You put you put him on the Bills, and it seems like nobody, especially Drew, hated Clyde Edwards-Helaire. You put Christian McCaffrey with Patrick Mahomes, but here's my take right here: blockbuster trade, blockbuster trade. The Carolina Panthers trade Christian McCaffrey to the San Francisco 49ers to get rid of all their carousel at running back. For Jimmy G. And you can even throw in. You can even throw in a Cam Newton. If you want to back up a Trey Lance. Or a Sam Darnold in the trade. Whatever you want to do. I don't care. I don't care how it works. But Carolina needs something. You get a Jimmy G. And San Francisco. You get a Christian McCaffrey. And no offense to Moser and. All these other guys and all that. But you put you put a Trey Lance with his athleticism. And you put a Christian McCaffrey. And then you get that man Debo back there. All three of these athletes back there. <sighs> Shaman, you got to think that'd be scary. Come on, bro. You got to think that'd be scary. I don't know. That was just something I just threw out there for the trade. I don't know. I'm going to ask GM Tommy if it all financially will make sense or not. But, but. The biggest trade, another trade today, Khalil Mack, six-time Pro Bowler. Thank God you out of Chicago. No offense, John, and everybody watching from Chicago. I'm sorry. But he's going to the Chargers with Joey Bosa and them boys. Going to chase Russ and Patrick Mahomes. People are sleeping on the Chargers in that division. I think that that division has now taken over being the hardest division in football. I think they've taken over every other division. I don't care what nobody else says. It ain't the NFC, it, what is it, West, no more, it ain't them. Nope, nope, it's that division, gee whiz. <laughs> or, or like Tommy said on the one episode, I mean, God, I'm hungry as can be. <laughs> I can't get over that, yo, that's so funny. If you ain't seen it, check back and go back a few episodes. But yo, Khalil Mack, that, that, that Chargers team don't sleep. They re-signed Mike Williams also. 
big money deal. They're counting on him. Now, I'm scared about Mike Williams because his injuries and inconsistency with the basketball. I mean, I guess he deserved that. Notice it was a three-year deal. So, But I, I like it. I like it. I think Austin Eckler's going to be a star this year, no matter what time he says. I think Austin Eckler's going to be that guy. So we talked about all kinds of things. Um, before we get to the final takes on the basketball game and then baseball coming back, we got to talk. I'm going to say this. Look at my face. I got real happy when I said this. We're going to talk about um, the Dallas Cow Patties. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys got all kinds of problems going on. All kinds of problems going on. Their owner, Jerry Jones, is being sued. What's he being sued for? Because there's a 25-year-old woman saying that <laughs> that's his daughter. Yo, homie, you make enough money to take care of that behind closed doors. What are you doing? What are you doing, dude? What are you doing? Why wouldn't you Why wouldn't you take care of that from beginning? You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with that. But um, they better figure out something. Jerry Jones, you better end that. Go ahead and pay this lady. Do something to take care of that. Because your organization is going to start looking like the Redskins. I mean, if you start looking at it, look. You had the cheerleader. You had the cheerleader situation, where the, the dude was um, taking pictures and stuff of the cheerleaders, and then you got Jerry Jones being sued, and now it comes out it comes out that it was a heated exchange between Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott after their playoff loss, where where Amari Cooper called Dak Prescott the Black Kirk Cousins. And he ain't talking about getting franchise tagged twice and making all this money and doing all that. No, he's not. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's crazy, and that's why you know Amari Cooper's gone. Um, I'll take it for us. I'll take it for us. Another place I say that should go is the Eagles also because he's a great route runner. I think he helped both my quarterback and Jalen Hurts. So... I don't know. I think I think that's a big deal for them. And then for the Cowboys, Dak and Zeke. I mean, both of y'all got paid. Both of y'all got money and no results. And no results. So, I think it's a make or break year. I think it's a make or break for year for all of them. You kept both your offense and defensive coordinator and your head coach is there. When you know Mike McCarthy's, they're ready to get rid of him. But Dak and Zeke, I mean, hey, we were expecting more from Dak this year. Expecting way more from Dak this year. And I get arguments all the time about it, but I just hope that he doesn't turn into a Romo-type player because Romo got a raw deal about a lot of the blunders that happened. It was a lot of blunders that happened. And Dak, the last thing you think about Dak is what? The blunder. Sliding, running into people's butts and running to the referee and all that stuff. I hope he doesn't have more of those type things. You know what I mean? Zeke, I think it's, you got to put up next year because you got your fat money. Then you got real fat. And now you fat and lazy. So, in COVID, you eating buffets and stuff, you know what I mean? But whatever. I think Dallas, and especially this year, Dallas, who you got to beat? Your division's weak, and it's the Rams and the Packers. What other teams scare you? What other teams scare you? I mean, I don't know. I can't think of any other teams that scare you. Because the Bucks, as talented they are, who's their quarterback? Seattle, who's their quarterback? 
Is it Cat? Is it Gino? <laughs> is it Locke? <laughs> you know, I'm happy to see the Steelers not have one. I hope they don't get one. The Colts, I'm intrigued by them to get whatever, whatever. So, football is going to be great. And I don't think it's over. We still don't know what's going to happen with Kyler Murray. We don't know what's going to happen. Raw's going to be crazy when I get the fellas on there. And we're going to debate some of the stuff I said. And then I'm going to add some more stuff to it. But basketball, the Nets, big trade. Ben Simmons, James Hard in the 76 The Nets have been struggling. They're like number eight in the playoffs or whatever. They're right there in the play-in tournament and all that to get into it. 76 is on the road. They're two and a half out of the first place. Da-da-da-da. Big game in Philadelphia. The Nets are whooping their butts, period. Period. By the time y'all watch it, it's probably over. Destroying them. And like I keep saying all the time, all the time. There's a reason why they're still the favorite to win it all, even though they're even though they're struggling to make it to the playoffs. It's because they don't want home court. They don't want home court. Their second best player can't play in home games. They want as many road games as possible. First two games to start a series on the road, good for them. Good. Because then they can sneak one at on at home for the other team or at their place, which would be like a road game for Kyrie because he won't be there. But Kevin Durant can win one at home by himself. I think the Nets are plotting some things. I think the Nets are going to pull some stuff that people ain't ready for. And I think their continuity is going to get better and better as we keep going deeper. I, I just think Kevin Durant's just that good. And I didn't want the Nets to win at all. But the more I look at it, I would much rather have the Nets win over James Harden. Because James Harden is... He might be my least favorite player since the Utah Jazz back in the day with Stockton Malone. I used to hate them. I still hate them. <laughs> but he's probably he's probably that that level right now. Can't stand him. Changing teams, flopping around. I mean, I'm just sitting here like, dude, whatever. Go away. I'm glad the Nets whooped your butt. And I saw Kevin Durant get Joel Embiid's face like, and I'm like, oh, you a tough guy. Oh, you think you're a tough guy now? <laughs> and Drew, the last thing I'm going to say for you. Baseball's back. Better later than ever. I hope when you come on the show, you can tell me how they're going to market something to get the, the younger viewers involved in this, please. Baseball needs younger viewers, or they're just going to fall away. They're going to be America's pastime, and it's going to be pastime, period. You know what I mean? You got young superstars. Market them. Do something. I don't care what you got to do. If they need steroids to be popular, I'm not saying do steroids. I'm I'm saying um do something. <laughs> Bring back Otani. Let him be on every day. But um, Relos on Sports Talk episode 76. Be ready for the Raw episode. Um, thanks again for everybody's support with my mom and everything. Um, you know, it is what it is. We're going to keep praying and we're going to ride to the end. I love you, mom. That's my, that's my heart. Uh-oh. Thank you guys. Love you. Everybody support me. Thank you so much. Go kiss somebody in your house. Hug somebody. Tell them you love them, yo. Because you never know when that time comes, dude. You never know when that time comes. Thank you. Relative Sports Talk, episode 76. Appreciate y'all.